Thanks to Thrive Market for supporting the morning stream. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. Join today at thrivemarket.com slash TMS and get 40% off your first order and a free gift. Coming up on TMS, I don't like goo Nikes. Are bats racist because I like really wanted to know? Rusty taco, don't look it up. Licorice pizza or pineapple fish sandwich. A wiener runs through it. All caps? I'm shocked. Oh, now something's interesting. Built-in pronunciation guide. A new solar system in our backyard. Albino Batman. Fruitless fish sandwich. Chicken sandwich with a side of shame. I should have had an ingenue. Stumbled on Cumberbatch's wiener. Building a screw factory with Bill. Lung juice with Bobby and more on this episode of The Morning stream john yes murray john what's happening to us i think we both know murray it's just that we seem to be drifting apart i'm sorry murray i've tried oh i don't blame you john it's just that it's not your fault either of course it's just that that we don't have exactly There's this awful gap in our lives just because we don't have... Oh, but why talk about it? You can imagine what he's thinking now. Pretty hair. Eye contact. Great for job interviews. Creepy while eating a banana. This is The Morning Stream. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's the morning stream for TMS, or for, sorry, what is the day? What year? Uh, Tuesday, February 8th, 2022. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking at our show number, 2242, and it really threw me. And you say you're at 98%. Yeah, closer to 95, maybe. (laughs) Uh, If you uh, wonder what that means, you should be a patron because we do a pre-show. Yeah. Yeah, every day, pre-show, and we, uh, we put it up in the show and and then you get to hear it see and then post it's it's like getting an extra extra 20 minutes of tms every day yeah why wouldn't you want that in your life honestly Mm -hmm. ask yourself Mm -hmm. the question look in the mirror real hard and then make that determination yourselves real Uh, hard real hard welcome back to the show i'm scott and he's brian and we got stuff we have things uh brian we're gonna start off today uh i wouldn't call it a call out it's just sort of a a a check back on in on a thing is it a call it's out? A, it's a call out. Yeah, somebody's taking me to task for a promise I made and I did not follow through on. Oh wow! Okay, just because I wasn't sure how this turned out, I couldn't remember. And if you don't remember doing it, then I yeah. guess we didn't do it. But um, all right, here's what happened on episode one thousand. Yeah. Apparently, I didn't go back and listen, but in this episode, you made a promise. Here's the email from Emil in the Netherlands, dear Scott and Brian. I was just listening to the 1,000th episode, and this episode, Brian said he would go out and get a fish sandwich during the show. (laughs) And I guess it was in response, probably, to this clip, which I'll play now, which is right here. Hey, do I get a fish sandwich? So Brian's going to, like, go see how early he could get a fish sandwich. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, it says, now, I don't think he ever did that. If he did, please point me to the episode. Otherwise, Brian has to go. go, (laughs) Brian has... Has got to go somewhere. Love the show. I love that. That's my favorite part of this email. Otherwise, Brian has got to go somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, su- I assume he means you need to go get a fish sandwich. But you I, know, I hope that's what he means. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like Brian, you're out. Yeah, you're out. That's it. So you, you, you didn't you didn't do this? No, then. I don't ever remember doing that. The you know the obvious reason is because it's very tough while we're doing a show for me just to up and leave and. Uh, uh, it means you know there's going to be swaths of time where where uh, I'm not connected like it's between connections of mm-hmm. Wi-Fi and 3G or 4G or 5G or whatever. Sure. Uh, audio quality. Uh, me driving, of course. Yeah, of I can't course. be looking at show notes and driving and still doing the news and the funny, funny. But uh, mm-hmm. but um, when we have a guest on, uh, it's certainly a possibility to like say, all right. This will be the day. So we've got, you know, not today, obviously, sure. but today would be a good example, right? We've got Bill, we've got Bobby, mm-hmm. and it would be easy for me at the end of the song to uh, the middle of the Indian, the middle song to run out, hop in the car, still stay on discord. Oh yeah. Uh, so I can hear what's going on. We should do this. Why don't uh, we do this? We should do this. Don't you think? We should do this. Yeah. Not today, but no, we no, should, no. We'll, we'll do this. But today's uh, not this day but we'll... because yeah. here's, here's the other part of this. Uh, my first attempt to get a fish sandwich will probably be fruitless. I need to go to like three places or four places before I can before I can uh, get one, and I need to find a good concentration near me of drive-throughs that I can go to uh, out of one into the other before I can finally get a fish sandwich. But yes. I, each place, I will do the uh, yeah. Is it too early to get a fish sandwich? Yeah, and we'll get it on the air, so it'll we'll be get perfect. It on the air, yeah. exactly. Uh, I do hope your fish sandwich is fruitless. By the way, just from a technical standpoint. Oh yes, standpoint. Uh, like well, pineapple would be good. Ooh. Like a pineapple teriyaki fish sandwich. Oh, I don't know. But, but nobody has that. No. What really? Well, I'm just pineapple thinking. and fish. Okay, if it's like a let's imagine a McDonald's McFish or whatever they're called. Yeah, the fillet o fish. Put put which pineapple is Irish, on by that. The way. Hi, hello, children. I'm fillet o fish. <laughs> Would you do that though there? Because it seems like that's a bad combo there. Now I understand like a proper place with like good food and everything, but oh, I'm not going to ask for a teriyaki pineapple fish sandwich anywhere. Yeah, seems like a bad uh, idea at a, at a drive. No, but I mean, if it's you know, if there is going to be, if it if it's not going to be fruitless, I wish the fruit to be pineapple. Gotcha. How's that? That's that's fair. So yeah, yeah. So I've just got to figure out like when uh, or what's the. What's the closest place I can drive to that has a really good concentration of like a McDonald's, a Burger King? Yeah. Um, who else? What other fast food places have a fish sandwich that I'd be able to ask for? I'm trying uh, to think. Uh, oh, Habit does have one. I don't know if you have one of those yet. We don't have Habits here. Um, does Wendy's um, have fish sandwiches? I don't think they do. I don't think Wendy's does. I mean, their their frosty is a little fishy sometimes. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Uh, I don't think Dairy Queen has one. Oh, do they really? Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Dairy Queen does. Huh. Long John Silver's. We we used to have those. We don't have those anymore. Arby's. Uh, let's see. Breakfasts, sides, beverage, Frosty, Chick Fil A, Nay, uh, Classics. Uh, yeah, Wendy's menu on their website is still all breakfast stuff. Oh, they only so it's surely even to look at their regular. <laughs> is it totally to look at a lunch menu? You'll say exactly. when you get there. <laughs> oh, there we go. <clears throat> I don't see a fish sandwich there. Let's see. Chicken, nuggets, and more. So let's see if it's under there. Okay. Uh, chicken, 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 chicken. Chicken, nuggets, and chicken. more. I would go there. I'd go to a place chicken, called chicken, nuggets, be and chick- more. Well, the way they write it is chicken, comma, nuggets, comma, and more. So they've got their spicy chicken sandwich, their classic chicken sandwich, their spicy Asiago Ranch Club, which is chicken. But mm. I don't see I don't see any fish at uh, I don't think they do fish. At Wendy's. No. 
I think Dave, Dave Thomas is rolling in his grave right now. We don't have any old fish and fish, he says to himself. No yeah. old fish and fish. Uh, well, all right. Yeah, oh, but that's the yeah, idea. So we'll, you got to find that's the, the idea. I'll just find a yeah. good, like, all right, here's the intersection where I'll be hitting four fast food places. And, uh, yeah. And, and it's obviously got to be close enough that I can get to it during the show. If it's 45 minutes away, that kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. You could call it a concentration. You could call it a coagulation. You could call it Ooh, an obstruction. I could. I could call it all those things. Yeah, because that's kind of what Arby's they Does Arby's have a fish sandwich? I don't know. They got their Diablo uh, hot chicken deal right now, but I don't know about fish. Yeah. Uh, I was going to try that Diablo thing yesterday. Instead, I got a kind of normal club over at the at the Chick-fil-A. Uh-huh. And they said, here you go. And I said, thank you. And they said, don't forget to not like the gays. And I said, no problem. And I, and I drove away. <laughs> okay, good. Well done. Just well kidding. Done. They're, they're very, the local owners are very nice and not anti-gay. It's your, yeah. it's your, it's your head of the place that's kind of got a problem. Anyway, um, yeah. hey, so Brian, uh, we'll do it. We'll yeah. figure it out. We'll, yeah. get, we'll get it. We'll get it done. Yeah, so far I found an intersection that, that is um, maybe 15 minutes away that's got an Arby's, a McDonald's. Um, there's a rusty taco, but uh, that boy, uh, now that I say that out loud, don't look that up on Urban Dictionary. No, no, uh, no. That one just kind of writes itself. It does. You don't even need the definition. It's all in my head now. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. All right. Ugh. Hey, Brian, anyway, we're right. going to yeah, take a look happen. at today's Oscar nominations for the year yeah. 2022. Well, 2021 movies for the year 2022. I um, missed the live broadcast of the... Uh, I didn't know it was today. Nominees. I completely missed it. I had no idea. I, I thought of it yesterday. I'm like, oh, I have to make sure I watch that. And then this morning got up and, you know, I'm blaming I'm blaming the uh, the cold. It's just, you know, effing with my, my ability to... Uh, uh, to come up with words. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> to remember things. Uh, it was perfect timing for that. Um, perfect right. example of that. Exactly. So there, I, I'm going to just say this before I read them. Sure. I think they're kind of boring this year. Uh, I don't I mean the movies. Wrong. The movies are fine. I'm saying okay. there's nothing here that you're like, whoa, yeah, all right. Like, it's just kind of, eh, of course it's up for, an, of course these are on the list. Like, it's there's no big shockers here. Um, I am a little okay. bugged. I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. I mean, I, I disagree with that a little bit. I feel like there's a couple in here that are like, oh, really? Okay, cool. Oh, okay. Well, let's get we'll, we'll get yeah. to them here. Then uh, let's start with the big one, the Best Picture nominations. Okay. Yes. Uh, I'm also curious how many you've seen of these. Um, I will tell you right now, I have seen seven of the ten Best Picture nominees. That's pretty good. I have recommended... Uh, three of them oh oh yeah yeah that's right coda i'm gonna, coda, I'm gonna... don't look up and uh king richard, king richard. I that's right you recommended power of the dog yeah right? we both we both saw it that same week I that think. weekend yeah we both loved it oh so good it was a great movie all right and, so here you got uh, uh you got your belfast have you seen the belfast I have not. That's one of the three I haven't seen. The three yeah. I haven't seen are Belfast, Drive My Car, and West Side Story. Gotcha. So we got Belfast, yeah. Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune. Dune. Perhaps the most important one on the list. I just want to put that out there. Dune. And that and that one I would say is the surprise. I mean, anytime you see a genre film in the staunchy, stuffy, best picture category, it's a surprise. Seeing uh, Mad Max there was a surprise. Seeing... Uh, Black Panther there a couple of years ago was a surprise, and seeing Dune is is a surprise as well. I'll just say that one of us did not 
was not surprised by Mad Max Fury Road being on that list. I was not surprised at all. <laughs> well, yeah, in fact, okay. I believe I predicted it, and it happened. Anyway. Yeah, good point. Uh, right. Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza. I mean, I'm oh, sure yeah. the movie's great, but I don't want to eat it. That's a, uh, it's a nickname for a record album, for oh. vinyl. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah, which, well, I, which does not come up in the in the movie, by the way. Oh, that's just a thing you knew about. That's cool. It's just it's just a nickname because there was a record store here called Licorice Pizza for a while, and uh, we're like, "What the heck does that name mean?" And then they explained what's a nickname for for vinyl albums. I honestly had no idea until now. That's really cool. Yeah. I actually really like that now. I hated the name before because yeah. it just sounded gross. <laughs> it uh, stars the the Heim sister whose <laughs> eyes are a little closer together than the other two. Yep, that sounds about right. She's very interesting looking human being. She is very actually all three of the Heim sisters and their parents appear in this film. All the Hymans are in there. Yep. All the, <laughs> they all get busted in this film. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> you know, I was thinking. How, where, how could it get worse after I say this? And you immediately t- <laughs> taught me. Um, Is there? Have we reached the line yet? Oh yes, yes. Yeah, we we're there. Uh, Nightmare Alley, which I've not seen yet. Want to real bad? It's your yes. Del Toro business. It's my, there. It's, here's a secret. It's going to be my recommendal tomorrow. Oh, hey, you know what makes this year interesting? Almost all oh, of these are. Oh, things... now something's interesting, Scott. Well, no, no, no. I guess this this does make it kind of interesting. <laughs> uh, this is the year where, and it's you know, there's many factors to this, but this is the year where you can see almost all of these now on streaming. The, yes. usually, most years, it's like, well, get get to the theater and get her going, but now it's like, I don't know, this stuff's all at home. Um, Correct. Yeah. Basically, everything but licorice. So Belfast, drive my car, licorice pizza. And, and West Side, West Side Story, Story yeah. can be viewed online now. Nightmare Alley, you can see on HBO Max or Hulu right now. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Um, I don't know. Is King Richard? King Richard was one of those um, limited time HBO deals. Yeah, it was, it'll be back, but it was there for its first month. Um, yeah. Same with Dune. Same with... Although, right. I think Dune might be on its Dune, way I back. Think is, yeah, I think Dune's on its way. I don't back, think it's so. back yet. It's like uh, it's, uh, the first one I can think of that was like that was the was the Suicide Squad, and that came back already. So it, you'll it'll be back. Um, yeah. I'm really happy to see Dude Where's My Car on here. Oh, I'm sorry, Drive My Car. Sorry, Drive, Drive My Car, Japanese car. Uh, foreign film that's also up for best international film as Ooh. opposed to best foreign film. Fancy. Uh, it sounds good from mm-hmm. the description, but. Um, like nothing you can't even rent it like right now you can rent belfast for 20 on apple tv but west side story and drive my car you can't even um you can't do anything there's yeah. nothing you can do you can't you can't even drive my car yeah uh you can't even drive my car i don't even think you can go to the theaters currently and see those i think that they're they're in that weird uh event horizon space between theaters and rental uh streaming sounds right uh, Power of the Dog and West Side Story. We mentioned those; those are on there yeah. as well. Actress in supporting roles: Jessica Buckley or Jesse Buckley in The Lost Daughter. Uh, Another recommendal. Er, yep, that's right. Ariana Debose in West Side Story. Judy Dench, love her in Belfast. I mean, I haven't seen Belfast, but I love her. Uh, Kirsten Dunst, The Power of the Dog. She was really good. I would be very happy if she won. That'd be great. Yep. Uh, Anjanuni Ellis. An- Anjanu Anjanu Ellis. Anjanu. Uh, she played uh, Serena Williams in King Richard. I feel and like I was- should have gotten Anjanu. What's wrong with me? <laughs> I should have had Anjanu. Look at it. It's Anjanu. spelled out right, it's right there. there. It's it's actually spelled the way you would say it. 
It's got a built-in pronunciation deal, and I couldn't do it. Anyway, King Richard, yes. Claire Claire Gack wants me to point out that I did see Belfast back in September starring Claire Gack. Yeah, she's not up, though. She's not up for this award. Sorry, Claire. She's not up for this award. You got got snubbed. You're like, you're the Denise Villeneuve of this, uh, of the acting, actor category. (laughs) Uh, Actor in a supporting role, we got Syrian Hines? Uh, Sharon, I think that's how you pronounce it. This is one that, uh, listen, I just learned this week that A-I-S-L-I-N-G is pronounced Ashling. Ashling B. Oh my lord. She was uh did you see you saw that um Paul Red Netflix series where he cloned himself? Oh I never saw it, but uh, you recommended it or something. Or yeah, someone a- saw Ashling it. Ashling B plays his wife, and I she is hilarious and fantastic. And I'm just now getting to a season of uh, Taskmaster, where uh, where she's one of the participants, and um, that's awesome. Yes, does Taskmaster fight Batman or just no, Taskmaster? No. So here's here's why I haven't brought Taskmaster up, and I think Taskmaster, <laughs> spoiler alert, too, might be another one of my. It's it's eventually going to be another one of my recommendals, and I've been kind of keeping it a secret because um, I've been wanting to do a live Taskmaster thing at one of our events like a tms vegas or a future nerdtacular or something mm. uh i'm already five seasons into the tv show it's a bbc tv show where where um uh greg davis gives five british comedians or canadian or irish uh a uh a series of tasks to complete and then whoever completes them in the fastest time or to his approval uh, wins the prize and I've been wanting to ever since I started watching this I've been wanting to somehow turn it into a TMS thing into a uh, uh, like you jury Tom uh, deal so mm, okay. so it will happen at some point it will happen it was going to be an idea I had for this TMS Vegas but it just doesn't look like it's going to work out for time so I get you I get you I feel you there's always the future. By the way, so don't, anyway, don't send me anyway, your emails. Oh, yeah, yeah. How, how Sharon is pronounced. C- yeah. C-I-A-R-A-N. How is that pronounced, Claire? Uh, Claire Claire Gack. She pronounces it Claire Gack. She pronounces it Claire uh, For all those at home, her, her busily assembling emails and telling me, reminding me that Taskmaster is not a DC character. I know. It's Marvel. I made the Batman joke poorly. It's a poor joke. Okay, I get it. Oh, gotcha. It's Marvel. Okay. Got yes. it. Uh, I just don't want their emails. All right, here and we go. And it's two Marvel characters because the one in the Black Widow is not the one that you see in the comics. No. Uh, Kieran. Kieran is, by the way, how you pronounced, pronounce uh, Kieran Hines in Belfast. Kieran. Okay, well, I, that I could Kieran. see, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Troy Kostur in Coda. Kotsur? Kotsur? Kotsur. Kotsur. All right. I don't Jess- know. Jesse Plemons, uh, Fat Damon in the uh, Power of the Dog. <laughs> Meth Damon too, yeah. Meth Damon, like all sorts of horrible names for poor Jesse Plemons. I love Jesse Plemons. I love him. Yeah. I love him in everything. I watch anything he's ever in, and I really liked him in this. But he's fun. It's yeah. fun to fun to have fun. Uh, J.K. Simmons and being the Ricardos playing uh, Fred casting Mertz. Fred Mertz. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's awesome. Cody Smith McPhee in the Power of the Dog. He was a creepy, weird kid in that. He was. Uh, international yeah. feature film. Stumbled, stumbled upon Cumberbatch's wiener. Yeah, he, he truly did. And so did we all. We unfortunately, or fortunately. That's right. We all, we all saw Doctor's Strange. Yeah, we saw his, his strange. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to skip down to documentary feature. I haven't seen any of these, yeah. but I plan to. Ascension, Attica, Flea, Summer of Soul, and Writing with Fire. Have you seen any of these yet? 
I've not seen any of these. Summer of Soul um, has been on our list though because it's it's a music related one that um, that I was very interested in. So oh, very nice. Yeah, uh, original song. I don't think these are the song titles. Those aren't the songs. Yeah, because Encanto had like a dozen songs. I'm curious to know which original song. Let me pull up the. Um, yeah, this is uh, weird. Hollywood Reporter. You'd think they would say this here. This is kind of bad reporting, but uh, original song, they've got King Richard, Encanto, Belfast, No Time to Die, and Four Good Days. Uh, I assume the No Time to Die is probably the, the Billie the Eilish theme deal. song, the Billie Eilish deal. Yeah. Um, best song. Which I quite is. liked, by the way. I thought that was good. She did a good job. Yeah, I thought you so know? too. Yeah. It's it's uh, We heard that years before we saw the movie. Yeah, but, uh, that's true. I, they uh, held that see. thing too long. They held that movie way too long because I'm I don't I'm not saying it's a bad James Bond movie, but it's not their best work. It's fine. Right. You held on to it too long, so the hype meter was off the charts, and you effed it up. You shouldn't have done that. Just put it out. Yeah. Uh, so Dos Oroguitas is the Encanto song, which surprises me because uh, I like the uh, I mean the 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 opening song that introduces you to the characters the. Family Madrigal is really good. We don't talk about Bruno is really good. Um, and there's a uh, uh, God, what's it called? It's like the pressure. That's that's the one I thought for sure would be the the one that would get nominated. Like the uh, drip, drip, drip. The pressure's up or something oh, like that. I can't remember that how one. It goes, but it's like the uh, yeah. It's the one that I think kids are now singing in place of uh, yeah, the strong sister song in place of let it go it's the new let it go no don't tell me that i don't want encanto to become like the new frozen i don't want that because it's, it's, just... it's just that song is the new popular one okay. it's taking the place of i know that soundtrack's very popular <laughs> so <laughs> somebody's now there's now a show title potential uh, surface pressure that's it uh Marlian is now now there's a show title drip 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 the pressure's up nice <laughs> something like that i can't remember the damn song yeah i'm sure that's it yeah. um Let's see here. You got your uh, animated feature film, Encanto, obviously, is in there. That's a big one yeah. this year. Encanto's one will win, but what else do we have? Probably. <laughs> Flea. Uh, you got Luca, which I think is uh, should win. I love Luca. Well, I like them all. Whatever. They're all good. Yeah. Mitchell's yeah. versus the Machine should win because yeah. I love that movie. See, that's another one that, that I think I'd love to see that unseat Disney. That'd be amazing, right? Yeah. It won't happen, but I want it to. Yeah. Raya and the Last Dragon, also very good from Disney. Um, but once again, yeah. Disney kind of owning this, this, the place. The three of those nominations are theirs. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, skip ahead here. We got another one for Dune and Adapted Screenplay along with Coda, Drive My Car, Lost Daughter, and Power of the Dog. Uh, I'm going to get to actor in her leading role, Javier Bardem in Being in the Ricardos. Yeah. Eh, eh, flip a coin. He doesn't deserve it. That's because they know he's going to shoot him with the cow pressure gun. <laughs> That's how they get you, Brian. Okay. All right. That's okay. how they get you. Right. They go. Even the Academy's intimidated by him is what I'm saying. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, Power of the Dog, deserved. You should get that. Uh, Andrew Garfield, Tick, Tick, Boom. I haven't seen it, but according That's, to you, it's really good. He does. Of, of these five, and I've seen uh, all five of these roles, sadly only made it through about the first 20 minutes of the tragedy of Macbeth with Denzel Washington but uh why only why you give up it's or? a hard it's a hard watch Tina couldn't do it anymore um oh, it really? is it is beautifully shot you remember how you saw Lighthouse yeah. with uh Pattinson and yeah. Defoe yeah 
And it's like, it's four by three, it's black and white, it's very stark, it's very contrasted. Tragedy of Macbeth is presented in the same way, and the it's almost done like a stage play where the actors come right up to the, the screen and deliver their lines. And it's it's not modernized, it is the actual Shakespearean text. Mm. And unless you're familiar with Macbeth, it's... Uh, you know, we don't we don't speak in iambic pentameter. We don't know how this stuff, uh, what they mean when they're talking about uh, these things. So, uh, my recommendation is watch it, but read cliff notes on Macbeth beforehand so that you know what's going on. Okay. So since it's one of and the Cohen brothers, is there a point in is, there where someone says the heck do you mean the heck do you mean it's my deal? Well, Wade. Francis McDormand uh, does. You know, she is there and mm-hmm. uh, great. Uh, she plays uh, Macbeth's mother, I believe. That makes sense. Yeah. Right? Oh, no, no, that's not right. She's the... Yeah, I have to go back. I've decided I'm going to go back and watch the rest of it. Tina's Tina's done. She says, yeah, watch it on your own. But yeah. anyway, out of bag. these five, Andrew Garfield, Tick, Tick, Boom, is my, is my pick. Oh, really? You take him over it's, Cumberbatch? He is... He is phenomenal in it he is so good and right. and uh as good as you know musicals as uh, Encanto is and I'm sure West Side Story is Tick Tick Boom is uh uh far far for me far and above the best of the of the bunch okay so there you go wait yeah. which in which category or, 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 oh, it's you're... actor in a leading role oh Andrew you Garfield, said something Tick, about Tick, sorry I was confused about that I'm just saying part. that as far as the musicals goes t- as far as musicals go Tick Tick Boom beats. oh Tick Tick Boom's a musical it's a musical it's a musical about uh, Jonathan Larson or or by Jonathan Larson semi-autobiographical oh and, okay uh, I didn't know it was a musical I had no idea alright yeah. does he sing then he's a singing guy he does and he sings well he uh, sings incredibly well nice does he shoot webs yeah. all over the place? No, doesn't do that. Shoot webs all over the place and uh, crying over the death of Gwen Stacy. Still, oh, come still. on, get over it, Peter. Yeah, get over that hump. Does he? Does he complain that Mark Zuckerberg stole half the company from him? Does he do that? <laughs> yeah, he does that too. All right, good. Uh, all right, actress in a leading role, Jessica Chastain for the eyes of Tammy Faye. Which I've hovered over a couple times with my mouse and then decided not to watch. As did Tina and I. Yeah. We have not watched it yet. I guess now we have to now that it's a best actress. Yeah, now uh, you're required to do it. Olivia yeah. Coleman with her usual nomination for something. Uh, the Lost Daughter. So yes. she's back in there another, for that. Another recommendal. Yep. Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers. Um, that's where you line up all your mothers <laughs> side by side. Well, that's the only way to do it. I mean, yeah. If you're gonna do, if you're gonna line your mothers up, do them parallel. I say. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well, I should rephrase that. Anyway, uh, Nicole <laughs> Nicole Kimmon for being Ricardo's her uh, her Lucy she was uh, good. deal. Yeah, she was uh, good, but uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Wouldn't give it to her. Kristen Stewart for Spencer. She uh, plays the princess die. Oh, I was hoping she was Hawk, and then she'd have her own spinoff called uh, <laughs> A Man Called Hawk. No. Oh, that's not Kristen that Spencer. Stewart for Hire. Oh, Stuart for Hire for a movie called Spencer. Got it. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Yeah, that's the uh, Princess Di uh, film, and she's apparently really good in it, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I heard nothing but good things about her role yeah. in that. Um, all right, directors, here's a big one. Here's one where we got a yeah. big we got a big flubber. Here's one where there's one missing surprisingly <clears throat> that I think. Yeah. Anyway, but. Uh well, maybe a couple. The one I'm in particular mad at, we'll get to in a second. Kenneth yeah. Branagh for Belfast. Uh I think he's going to do well this year. Uh Raizuki Himagachi for Drive My Car. 
Hamaguchi? Sure. Close. Paul yeah. Thomas Anderson. I have in my pocket. <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson for Mortal Kombat. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong. <laughs> wrong Paul Anderson. Uh, for Licorice Pizza. <clears throat> Jane Campion, Power of the Dog. By the way, she has not been nominated for Best Director since she directed, uh, what's his name's penis in The Piano. So there's oh, that. Oh, really? Harvey Keitel's penis? Yeah, Harvey uh-huh. Keitel's uh, Swing and Dinger. Can you name one other thing about that movie? Nope. There's a piano in it uh, and, a, and his wiener and then Molly or Holly uh, Hunt or who is it? Who's in that? Holly Berry. I'm not going to say it because I want to see if you can come up with something besides Harvey Keitel's penis. Uh, it's really shocking and it's all I remember. Helen Hunt. Not Helen Hunt. Molly. It's not Helen Hunt. What? Uh, 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 ah. Oh my God! You're so close. You've like put all. You've got the all the pieces. You just need to put them together. Holly Hunter, there. Geez. There we go. Yes. Thank exactly. you, P. P. Crumb in the chat. Um, yeah, Holly. Uh, that's all I remember. Uh, <laughs> so it's all about a, a wiener, and it's kind of stark and like set in the early 1900s or something like that. That's all go. I remember. Uh, anyway, Jane Campion back on it with Power of the Dog, and then Steven Spielberg, who has got one nomination for Best Picture. In every decade for four decades. Oh, has he really? Wow, okay. At least cool. one. That's nuts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for West Side huh. Story. Now, there's no... I see no Quebec-y, uh fantastic uh, Denise Villeneuve in here at all. And yeah. that is a problem yeah. for me. I think Dune deserved Best Director. Hey, Dune is in almost every other category. I know, I know. That's what's so, so surprising to not see it here in Director. I don't know how good Belfast and Drive My Car are, so and West Side Story, so maybe they will just blow me away. But, uh, but not seeing him in uh, in, in under director is a surprise. Also, uh, uh, Nightmare Alley. Oh my God, why am I blanking on his name? Guillermo uh, del Toro. Guillermo, yes, Guillermo del Toro. Uh, brilliantly capturing Carney life. Uh, and the dark side of it in, uh, in Nightmare Alley should have been in here as well. Love but. his movies. I mean, he won yeah. for uh, Fish Fish Date Lady, right? Fish Fish uh, doing it with a fish 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 Fish, fish Date. Yeah, yes. what was that called? It's called the uh, water, the color, the shape of water. The color of water. There you go. The color of the shape of water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, that's a real bummer, and I'm, I'm pissed that either of those guys aren't on there. They should both be on there. Uh, okay, production design, Dune, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth, of Macbeth and West Side Story. Then you got a bunch of stuff, uh, costume designs and all these. And most of these have Dune in them. Uh, let me get down here to score. Okay, how about this? Well, yep, we love D- our scores. Yeah, Don't Look Up. I actually really like the score in Don't Look Up. It was really good. It's funny, I don't remember it, but... Uh, I thought it was great. It was surprisingly okay. good for a movie like that. Uh, Dune yeah. is amazing. I think the best work uh, uh, German guy has done. What's his name? Uh, Hans Zimmer. I think it says. I think Hans it's his Zimmer. best work. I freaking Hans love it. Hans Zimmer? Which it says a lot, because that guy makes a lot of great music for tons of great movies, but yeah. man, the Dune soundtrack's is insane. Especially that... Those those throat singer dudes on the weird planet. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Those are so great. All right, in Kanto, of course. You uh, you, you think you're Lin Manuel Miranda, Marianda, or whatever? Well, that's the thing, though. I mean, score doesn't usually include the the songs. It's the score music, right? Oh right. Who and did the know, score? I don't for know that? how much influence Lin Manuel Miranda had on the score music. Mm-hmm. I hate saying uh, his obviously, name. Do you feel like you always have to say his full name? Because I do. I feel like you have to, right? Yeah, yeah you can go Lynn Miranda. I mean, you could. Lynn Miranda. 
Could I just Lynn call Miranda. him Lynn? How about that? Just Lynn? Manuel Miranda. Man- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's complicated. Uh, Parallel Mothers and Power of the Dog. That's a cool yeah. track, but it's also really disconcerting, the Power of the Dog yes. music. Makes you I feel weird. The, but the music in Power of the Dog was so... Uh, uh, God, it, it just it, it uh, resonated, and it like really set up yeah, uh, what was about to happen in the scenes? Yeah, more, it's, more so than reactive. It and was, in some it places, it's very minimal, but enough to make you feel like, oh my gosh, what is going to happen in this scene? Like it's it's very very effective. Uh, visual effects, we like this this category. This yes, this is a great category. I yeah. can't wait to see what happens here. All right, we got Dune, we got Free Guy, Free Guy. This is the only chance it had at any sort of yeah mention during the Oscars. Although people kind of like Free Guy, I guess it's a it's liked, but you know. It's not, yeah, it's, it's not Oscar material. It's just you. You see the trailer and you know exactly what you're going to get, and it's good, and it and it meets all those expectations. Yeah. So you got that. You got no time to die. I don't know what sure. the effects are in there. I guess there's some just good stuff that looks blowing practical, stuff but, up and uh, sure. Yeah. I guess uh, you got your Shang Chi or Shang Chi, sorry, and the Legend Shang-Chi. of the Ten Rings. Yeah, there's all ten of those rings. Uh, one to all the kings <laughs> of men, uh, the dwarves, and then uh, who else got a ring? Oh wait, that's the wrong wrong film. Uh, <laughs> Sp- Spider Man No Way Home uh, also on here. I thought the uh, you know typical superhero stuff that we get in there, but all looked real good. Oh, except yeah. you know what? I give I'm taking points off for uh, the lizard up close talking to the lizard guy. I never liked the whole lizard look from even the Amazing Spider-Man uh, yeah. uh, movie, right? Yeah. It just it's, like, it's video game. There's nothing as hell. wrong with the the way the comic book lizard looked. He looked like a like kind of a dinosaur man. Yeah, you should have gone and like this that. This one looks like a pale, scaly. I don't know. I agree. I agree. Yeah, but also just when he talked, it was lip synced funny. It looked like yes. bad video game budget. It wasn't good. So, yeah. so points off for that, Spider Man. So Reese Reese Davies, right? Uh, uh, wait. Who's wasn't uh, who's the lizard in? Uh... No, that's not him. Not the not the band meeting guy. Is that who you're thinking of? Uh, Reese. Oh, Riz Efans. Oh yeah, Riz Efans. Riz Efans. There's three Riz. Riz. Rise. There's there's Rise Davies. Rise, uh, whoever played yeah. Gimli. Forgot his name. And then that guy you just mentioned. Right. Uh, Somebody, uh, again. Yeah. Again. Another clarification. R H Y S. Is it Rise? To rise. Riz. Riz. Raz. No, it's not Rise Davies. That's not him. Yeah. Dice the the band can, meeting can... guy is Dice Tomato. The band meeting. That's Rise Davies. Yeah. Right. Not Reese. Is it Reese? Okay, Reese. Reese right. Davies. Okay. Do we say it like Brian Dunaway? Reese's? Is it Reese's uh, Davies? <laughs> Reese's Davies PCs? Yeah, I don't know. All right, here's a funny one. You want a funny one? John Reese Davies is uh, bad dates, indeed. Bad dates. Oh, we're John Reese Davies. Yeah, that's it. Oh, well, who am I thinking of? Re- Re- uh, who's band meeting? Is the other Reese? He's uh, Reese Darby. 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 Uh, you want to pull a chesty? Oh, you got to see him. In the, his <laughs> his character in Bob's Burgers is one of the funniest damn things in the world. Uh, uh, all right. This one's funny. Makeup and hairstyling. It's as oh, if yeah. we're in a different planet. Uh, it really is, yeah. Coming to America. Okay. Uh-huh. With the two in the middle because it's a sequel. Cruella. Uh, the Eyes of Tammy Faye. House of, House of Gucci. And really the only normal one here is Dune. Yeah. Give it to Dune. It really 
surprises me that this is the only I haven't seen House of Gucci, but I I heard it was really good. It's really still surprises me uh, that uh, we didn't see it in any other categories. House of Gucci. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. that's. <clears throat> I also heard that. I heard uh, what's his name's pretty. Oh, you know, who I thought would be on here at least once for something was uh, the last yeah. duel. I was sure of it. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm bummed. And they didn't give what's her name uh, best actress nomination. Homer, that's a crime. Yeah. That's a yeah. crime, dude. Also, for makeup and hairstyling, I really would really would have liked to have seen uh, Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, um, that would have been great. Yeah, yeah, when he was getting his wiener out on the bed with uh, uh, Wayne, <laughs> with Borat's with Borat, daughter. <laughs> Borat's fake daughter. Yeah, that, I actually really like that movie. Um, yeah. Uh, more than I thought I would. I didn't, you know, the first one, whatever, I can take it or leave it. But that second one I thought had heart and it was weird. It was good. Uh, what was I going to yeah. say about, okay, who would you swap out here for actress in leading role if you had oh, okay. to, to, to well, swap in Well, the problem with Comer? this is that I haven't seen uh, Parallel Mothers. I haven't seen Spencer and I haven't seen Eyes of Tammy Faye. Um, Nicole I Kidman. Not, I mean... Swap air for him yeah, for Nicole you know Kidman. What? Yeah, absolutely. Nicole Kidman did a great job playing Lucy, Lucy Ricardo, and, and Lucille Ball. But um, but Jodie Comer was fantastic. She is the the glue that holds that whole film together. Without yeah, her, hundred percent. Without yeah, 100%. without a great actor in that role in that. No, it's important. It's like it's. Well, you said it. It's the glue. It's the pivotal thing. You don't if it's if she is not there, it doesn't freaking work. Yeah. So what are you even doing, Nicole Kidman? You've had your other ones. You've won others. You're good. Olivia Coleman, even step aside for once. You got you. You win uh, everything. I can't. I can't do it. I loved. I loved her in Lost Daughter. You need. You need to see the Lost Daughter. Should be the next. Like the next thing that your mouse hovers over on and actually clicks on uh, on Netflix is the Lost Daughter um, because Olivia Coleman's characters are always uh, you can't you can't not love them right oh, like, I love her and everything they're she's amazing love, like you love her characters because she does such a great job and she's so she's so awkwardly sweet and all that stuff but her character in the Lost Daughter makes you question loving her and 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 wanting her as a sympathetic lead well she, she did that pretty well in um fleabag she was not a great person in oh yeah, that's a good point as the uh yeah. the new the stepmom, the stepmom. I forgot about. she was oh awful. we need something new with phoebe waller bridge i miss phoebe waller bridge is she doing a new um well, speaking of speaking of uh, uh, what's her name in the Killing Eve, she makes that right, and she a writer on that or something. Yeah, she's a writer, but I want I want on screen winking at the camera, breaking the fourth wall. She got a new season coming, I think, at some point. A flea bag? Are they doing another flea bag? I thought so. I thought I heard there was uh, three. You always do things in three. That's how you kill uh, Bowser. You hit him three times. You know, <laughs> law of threes. I thought I, thought I heard that uh, flea bag was done. Oh well, that would bore. That would that would that would sadden me to hear that because I saddens me too. That show's yeah. funny. I've never heard my wife laugh as hard as she did when we watched that. She did laughed you, so hard. Did you watch the one where she where they're like all? Um, I think it's called crashing, but they're all they're all crashing in a old abandoned hospital. Uh, an episode of Fleabag. Was, no, it's a, oh. it was a series, a Phoebe Waller Bridge series. Let oh, me see I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard um, of that. I would watch I'm it though. I'm thinking that was what it was called. I know I can't can't remember. I like her. A lot. Yeah, British TV series called Crashing. Um, one one season of it. Phoebe Waller Bridge. 
um, a bunch of uh, housemates, like because rent is so high everywhere, they crash in a uh, abandoned hospital. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, and it's great, but it was only one season, and it was uh, uh, so that'll that'll satisfy your your flea bag. Uh, lack of flea bag sadness is she, watch crashing. She wrote No Time to Die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? I know. It's it's great because we're getting so much Phoebe Waller Bridge, but we're not getting the Phoebe Waller Bridge that, that we want, you know? And she's doing a Yeah, she co wrote. She co wrote No Time co- to yeah, Die. Yeah, yeah. But still, she's working on a she's a co creator and, and writer of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, a television adaptation of Mr. Oh, and Mrs. Smith. I didn't Smith. realize there was huh, that comes out this year. Okay. So that's what she's working on. Hmm. Um she's she's what you is also, she? She's amazing. Again, another one you need to see is um oh no, that's not her. Never mind. Oh no, that is her. Yeah. Uh Run, which was an HBO movie with uh Donald Greason Donald Greason Gleason. Greason. <laughs> I worked so hard on getting the first name right, <laughs> Donald Gleason yeah. and Merritt Weaver. Yeah. Where one of them texts the other one the word run and they both meet at uh it's their cue to meet at a train station. Oh yeah. She wrote yes. that. She wrote that and uh, she even appears in a couple episodes of it and, and uh again another one. It's like, yeah, watch that. If you've not watched that well, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. She's stupid talented. Like she is. Uh, she might be yeah. my favorite British creator right now. She's so good. Yeah. Well, all right. Donal, well, we've sorry, Donal. Okay, thank you, Claire. She's written the word Donal in pronunciations guess. like eight different times. Yeah. Let me guess though. Is it all? Oh, it is all caps. That's weird. It is all caps. Isn't oh, that surprising? Yeah. yeah. I'm huh. shocked by that. I can't even believe oh. it. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, then. Well, there you go. Look forward to your Oscars coming soon to a uh, TV near you. They air? Uh, How long do I have to watch? Because I'm going to try and watch not just the three uh, directing. Or I'm sorry, the three best picture movies, but also want to get the acting and directing. Right. March 27th. Okay. All right. You got time. Oh, the, yeah. March it might, 27th. It might be all you do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm going to be in. Coming back from pinball land on March 27th. So. Oh, wait, pinball. Oh, right. Yeah, that's I forget, yeah. freaking March. Dallas pinball. So wait yeah. a minute. When do you go to, you're going to Disney hoo-ha soon. When's that? First week, first week of March. Okay, yeah, yeah. You got a busy March. That's what you what, got. you don't have your, you don't have all my uh, replacements lined up? Come no, on, Scott. I don't have all your up. itinerary. I got to talk to some people and get that done. <laughs> all right. Uh, well done, everybody. Now this. We got time for a story, and it's brought to you by... Diego van Kotzveld, a patron, says, Hey, I have a YouTube channel for my casual gaming with my kids and digital drawing uh, where I record while streaming live on Twitch. Go to tinyurl.com slash Diego does games. Awesome. That's very cool. Yeah. Uh, I made that tiny URL for him because his YouTube was huge and I it didn't. Good, good for it. you. Look yeah. at you. Well, you know, you think ahead for these things. We do things for our patrons that normally people don't do. We do all sorts yeah. of stuff for them. They're By great. By the way, when you came up with that tiny URL, did you think of the fact that the first two words, if you read them differently, are die, God, OES games? <laughs> yes, I did. But the problem is Diego, Diego games, Diego YouTube, all these were taken. And so okay. I, I, could, I had to settle. But yes, I did read die, die God, OES games. games. <laughs> All right, uh, here's your one and only story for the day. It's a it's a real treat. Uh, 
a Foot Locker employee, you know, they wear the stripes and they look like a ref and everything over there at the Foot Locker. Yeah. They still yeah. do that? Is that a thing at Foot Locker? They got to look like a ref? I think so, yeah. I oh. mean, are there still Foot Lockers? I, I, <laughs> the, I, I think. That actually is the bigger question. I but, seem so. Yeah, they're never going to get rid of that uniform, that uh, outfit. Okay. Well, then this guy, just picture, I, I, this is part of the visual, so picture that. Okay. Foot Locker oh, employee God. allegedly ejaculated into sneakers while he was at work. That's a foul. It is a foul. That's a personal foul. <laughs> Yellow card. Uh, sneakers are known to inspire passion, but this is ridiculous, says this article. A Foot Locker employee was allegedly having uh, sex with and, uh, let's say, finishing the deed hey. with a pair of sneakers. Uh, but uh, here's the extra gross part, uh, is that an employee... <laughs> Employee put the sneakers back in the boxes uh, and put that back in in the stock. So you know his 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 man his man semen is in the is in the box somewhere. Jeez. Oh, uh, a video of the man engaging in self love in a storage room <laughs> at a Footlocker <laughs> went viral this week for all the wrong reasons. Actually, there's no good reason. Reportedly, there is footage of. No, I'm not reading that part. Let's just say let's say there's some very detailed footage. Let's say that. Um, okay. All right. Uh, as you can see, I'm not, read that sentence and tell me you want to read that out loud. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It just surprises. You know, you know what? I'll read it out loud because I think it's you're missing an opportunity for you to say this word in a very fun way, like this. Right. Reportedly, there is footage of the ejaculate in the sneakers insoles. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, you missed an opportunity. Right? I hate the word ejaculate. I hate yeah. it. It's just nasty. Um, anyways, you can see we're at Foot Locker here. There's nobody else here. Oh, shit. I am fully, completely, 100% sexy and naked, said the sneaker freak in the clip. So he's on video saying this. Uh, he went, uh, let's see, it went down in Ontario, Canada. Oh, it isn't, it's not Florida, is it? Oh, interesting. Oh, wow, what do you know? Yeah, Canada. He turned those, he turned those new balances into goo balances. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, he... <laughs> He uh, put the sick in the ASICs. There you go. You did it. Uh, he. Uh, oh, he's on, got another on. one. There's got to be more. There's got to be more. Yeah, threes. Law of threes. Let's get it yes, in here. Yes, I know. Oh, there's something. Come. Why am I? There's <laughs> something with Reebok. Good Lord. Reebok. Reebok just feels like. <laughs> uh, you had me with. Come on. Come. Come on, Reebok. All right. Uh, Foot Locker is aware of the footage and issued this statement. Quote, unquote, Foot Locker is committed to operating with the highest ethical standards, and this type of behavior is not tolerated. We are aware of the incident, and we are taking appropriate steps to address the situation. I'm not saying they meant to put the word steps in there, and they're a shoe store. I'm just saying maybe oh, they did. Oh, that's clever. I'm you know, yesterday, um, when we were talking about the brawl at the... Uh uh, Golden Corral over steak, and and I brought up you know get to the meat of the story. Cleo said they had a beef. Uh, I think Tristan wins because he said <laughs> last night came up with this. Like as soon as I told him the story, he said, "Wow, that is some prime Golden Corral." <laughs> That's good. That's prime Golden Corral for you. That is good. That's very yeah. good. Uh, well, well done, uh, Tristan, and well done, article for making us all squirm a little and bit. Well here done, in the, the Footlocker employee for uh, you know, yeah, whatever you did, 
I don't want yeah. those shoes. I don't like Nikes, no. is what I would say if I was there. <laughs> That's right. All right, we're out of here for a minute while we play a song. And uh, that song will be presented by Brian. After that, we're going to be hanging out with Bill, a little bit of time with Bobby. So stick around. Brian, why don't you play that song for us? Yeah. Oh, man, we're getting to play some Alt-J. I love Alt-J. Mm. They have a brand new album coming out this Friday called The Dream. Uh, and their tour starts at the end of this month, so you can see Alt-J come to a place near you, potentially. Here's the brand new single from their brand new album. It is called The Actor.
y'all. Thrive Market. Let's talk about them. They're an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everybody. That means you. That means me. That means everybody. Thrive Market carries all of your favorite clean brands that doesn't clean out your wallet. Shop everything from ethically sourced pantry essentials to sustainable meat and seafood to non-toxic cleaning and beauty products. Each and every item is vetted by Thrive High standards. They really do have high standards. So you get the highest quality products at the best price. Plus, you can easily shop by diets and values like keto, gluten-free, vegan, low-sugar, non-GMO, fair trade certified, many more. And when you become a member, Thrive donates a membership to a family in need. That's pretty awesome. Thrive Market has monthly or annual membership options to suit your particular lifestyle. So it works for everybody. I really like Thrive Market. I got to say this in very specific terms. They sent me some unsalted, or I'm sorry, salted uh, cashews that I kind of can't believe exist. They're so freaking good. I was really surprised by it. And you might be as well. Find something you like and then you'll be blown away by it. I was. You will be too. To get 40% off your first order and a free gift, join today at thrivemarket.com slash TMS. That's 40% off your first order and a free gift when you join today at T-H-R-I-V-E. That's thrivemarket.com slash TMS. Skeletor, the master of the universe. You're writing checks with the year 2011 that your body can't cash in 2012. This is the morning stream. A very timely clip from Scott Fletcher there. Uh, yeah, hey, Brian, good. what was that song one more time? Sure, that song was The Actor by Alt-J from their brand new album, The Dream, which comes out this Friday. Big thanks to Jim at Big Hassle. So Alt-J is not short for alternate jazz or something, right? No, I don't know. It, it, it's something that you, if you do it on your keyboard, uh, you you automatically play his music, <laughs> I think. Oh, just all yeah, well, the, what if the you're, shortcut key to play Alt J? Okay, so if you're but if you're on the Mac, everybody option. Just hit the option. Use option. Key. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Just what case. does it do? Does it what what letter? What character does it do? Option. Oh, J. I don't know. Let's do oh, that. It's a delta symbol or the the triangle. Oh yeah, look at that. Um, well, uh, uh, you know what? I always forget what this does over here with the. Oh yeah, the whole alphabet has some. Yeah. Some stuff you do. Yep. I never mess with these other keys. Lifts. It's yeah, all your glyphs. different glyphs. It's all your glyphs. There used to be a keyboard for that. Is there still like a little graphical one that would pop up? There uh, is. You can, um, what is it? It's under view? No. Is that still a thing? Fontbook. I think Fontbook pulls it up on the Mac. Oh. Um, I pull it up in, I pull it up in uh, uh, Photoshop when I need one. Mm-hmm. And then I just double click on the glyph I want. And it plops it wherever I want it. The only one I always remember is option Three. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. Yeah. Option two, is it? Yeah, is a trademark symbol. Yeah, yeah. And then option R is registered. Uh, yeah, like a little uh, registered trademark. A circle with the R in it. Yeah. yeah. And copyright is something similar, but I can't find it. Anyway. Uh, sense, I think, is option C. Is it? No, it's what is it? I used to have to do this like. Ah. Shoot. I used to know that. Option four? Option four, yeah. Option, option four is option sense. Option four is sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, look at that. There it is. Many pennies. All right. 
Let's uh, <clears throat> let's uh, <laughs> uh, keyboard time's over. Time for Bill. That's right. Uh, as much as we enjoyed it, and we did. Bill's got to come in here and show us something else we can enjoy. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy his appearance here on the morning stream. Where the hell's this thing? Here it is. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Hey, Bill's on the show who comes on here every Tuesday and talks about making stuff because he is a world-class maker and shows his wares over there at uh, PunishProps.com and, of course, his YouTube channel at Punish Props. Uh, Bill, welcome back to the show. How are you? Hello. Doing good. Oh, that's great. Uh, I got a really fun topic that I can't believe I haven't talked about before. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about video games where you get to make stuff. <laughs> crafting games. Gosh, oh, I can't okay. think for the life of me. I just can't think of what Bill might have been doing this week that prompted yeah. this. Yeah, I so, know. So tell tell everybody about it because I'm I'm excited for you because that game is rad that you've been playing. Yeah. So, so Brittany and I started playing Satisfactory. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in. Uh, early release, I guess. Whatever, it feels pretty done to me. <laughs> it's close. They're in their like fifth, uh, maybe even their final before full release. But this thing's been in early access for like three and a half years now, so it's it's, oh, yeah. it's pretty close. They're almost. I done. like that. I like that name though. I don't know anything oh. about this game, but Satisfactory. Hearing it's, it's a perfect. game you make stuff in. That's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, there are moments like it keeps happening where out loud you'll say oh man that's really satisfying mm-hmm. <laughs> really? oh yeah okay. big time oh yeah i mean so, picture it like this brian it's like um you know these games where you're kind of in god mode uh, factorio style where you're up like above your 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 place and you're building your your different required yeah. buildings and you're putting um you know uh what, what do you call uh, conveyor belts between them and it's like all right I'm, I'm mining for gold and that gold converts to bricks and those bricks convert to whatever and you know, like like a the, lot of that with Astroneer right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's oh, yeah. a bit of that in there. Exactly. This is this is that, but in first person, and it's massive, just really? massive factory. You build this the crazy automation. It's oh, it's insane. It's really yeah, neat. The, the, yeah, the scale gets that's something you don't appreciate when you start the game because you start by like, with like a pick, like a chisel, like chipping out one piece of ore at a time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. now I'm like. I don't deal with ore in anything less than a complete stack of 500. Yeah. Like, yeah. The oh, scale yeah. just goes Look out. Of now, I'm, I'm guessing, this is what I'm going to guess. You're very good at organizing your factory. I am not. Oh, I've got, well, I've, re, I've rebuilt my factory three times. Yeah. That'll, whoops, uh, that'll the happen. Third one, the third one is pretty tidy, but there does come a point where you're like, like I, I try not to let anything intersect one another. I want it to look real tidy, but every once in a while, I'm like, I just need to get concrete over there, mm-hmm. and I'll just I'll just run a conveyor through something. I don't care. Yeah. But no, my 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 my, uh, my factory is quite quite tidy. I'm yeah, sure it is. Great, look at this. Yeah, it's a really really cool game. It uh, they launched it first on uh, Epic, and then. Uh, later on Steam, and now they're in both places, and they and they update it all the time. They have trains. Yeah. You got a full like nuke train thing that you can get to. There's elevators and stuff oh. now. Like it's an ins- it's insane. And you just oh, pick like cool. a biome. You're like, oh okay, I like this biome. These different planets, and some are harder than others. And then you just start building, and before you know, it's 4 a.m. and you wonder what you did with your life. It's crazy. Yeah, holy yeah. crap. Yeah. So Brittany and I play together. We've we've played a lot of different crafting type games together. Um, and it's awesome also having always having a partner in these types of games. So like I'll be working on the factory, Britt will be doing research. It's really, really great. Do you, do you uh, uh, we, let me ask you a quick question about your uh, when you're refining stuff with the initial factory and you have to manually hold down the hammer button and all that? Uh-huh. Um, 
I <laughs> I have a an older cough switch that's kind of heavy that goes on the floor. Yeah. Um, but it's not currently being used. <laughs> and because the space bar is the button you can hold along. You could do the mouse button if you want, but a space bar does the same thing. Instead of sitting there holding it, I put that little weight on my space bar oh. and like I can walk away for a while and let it do what it has to do. <laughs> Yeah, I used I used a uh, a tin of mints in my phone <laughs> as like a little lever to press the space bar down. Then I found out that you can just tap the space bar and it toggles it on, and you don't have to do that anymore. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. the uh, and the, I could go make breakfast. <laughs> yeah, that used to be not the case. You used to have to manually hold it no matter what, and they yeah. they finally caved because fans were like, look. We understand how you want to make this seem like a really manual process, but come on, it's a video game. Give us a oh yeah, give us a chance. So that's good to hear that they yeah. did that. Uh, well, anyway, so so ultimately, your goal is what? Dominate the world and have all the iron yeah. and everything. And there you go. So there you have go. your space elevator, and you've got to send manufactured parts into the space elevator, and they get sent up to the company that owns all this. I fix it is what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you have these really lofty goals and it's like you need 500 of this crazy thing that takes forever to make and you have to figure out a system to make that and it takes a long time yeah um, but when you oh, when you finish it mm, you so might good. you might then, call it satisfactory when you're done oh yeah so satisfactory yeah yeah it's like so it's like the best Lego and erector set and tinker toy and Lincoln log all wrapped into one yeah and the, so since we played a ton of these crafting games, I'm familiar with all these different systems, and I'm really impressed with the way Satisfactory works. Because you have to place every little thing. But there's a mode where you can zip and do a whole line of walls. So it's a lot faster. Yeah. And then if you have to erase something, you get you have a tool for that. It's really responsive, and you get everything back. You just get all the materials back. So building something and then taking it down, and then rebuilding it again is like no big deal. Yeah, it used to be so worse though. The early days of this, in the early days of this game, they didn't have any de- deconstruction, so whatever you made stayed, and it was a huge pain in the butt. And it's nightmare come, come a long <laughs> no. way. Yeah, long way since then. Which yeah. is good. I find that these games like satisfy my creative itch a little bit too. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it get, it gets you. Um, I don't know what the word is. For a game that's so mechanic, like it's very mechanical, it's also just crazy immersive. Um, yeah. You just feel like you're there, and I don't know if it's like, the first-person view or whatever it's doing it, but it's it's really cool. I needed, I needed more screws, so I set up a screw factory that fed my main factory, right? So this sort of secondary building down the hill. And I, you know, I set up my ore going in there and smelters and, and everything, and it's cranking out screws. And then I just, I built walls around it. I put up some nice windows. I made a roof. Put, I, put a, I put a skylight in the roof. This is all unnecessary. Yeah, you don't <laughs> need any of it. <laughs> we'll like, get you the extra no. points of the game, get you further in the game. No, anything. not really. But uh, there's a, it, there's, the progression's really great you, as things sort of, the scale builds. And you end up with downtime when you're waiting for things to manufacture. And then you're like, oh, cool. I'll go spruce up something. Mm-hmm. I'll go spruce up, make, I'll tidy up some lines or I'll, like, when you end up having downtime, you, there's always something you could be doing. And, oh, I'll explore the, um, some of the more cosmetic things, right? You can get different, mm-hmm. you know, walls, different. And I have, and that, that part is deeply satisfying to me. That, that creative part. I need, I get to make this building look however I want. And the system supports it really well. Yeah, it's really good too. And you mentioned it kind of 
earlier, but it's important to note, like if you've made a really complex bunch of conveyor belts all feeding into one factory or into storage or whatever it may be, and you're like, oh, I really hate how narrow I've made this space, you just go and you'll, you'll stop production for a bit while you do sure, it, yeah. but you're, you can just tear it apart and fix whatever you needed to. And, and then you're mm-hmm. back in business and you didn't lose anything. And I don't know, there's something really satisfying about yeah, that. Yeah. There's a good, that. it's a good mix of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, I wanted to just quick rattle off a couple other good examples of ones that I've enjoyed. Like there's uh, like Minecraft and Terraria are obvious. Yeah. So sort of Minecraft was kind of the, the proto survival crafting yeah. game. Uh, actually, I love seeing, I think it was Joel uh, Duggan has been working on like this medieval town for a long time. Yeah, he keeps adding Minecraft. on. It's amazing what he's done. Yeah, it's really cool. It's so cool to see that that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. of course, you, you can make sculptures in the game, but you can also program stuff with redstone if that's your jam. Like, It's crazy what's possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Raft, we played recently, and that one is super fun. Yeah, Raft uh, is good. Fun. A fun adventure, and you have to build your raft one little segment at a time. And uh, our, our raft ended up being like five stories tall and it had a little bedroom. There's tons of decoration and customization options. Yeah. Uh, and the story is really fun. And It's one of, the, one. one of the few games where I actually enjoyed... Well, I enjoy everything except the shark. Uh, but mm-hmm. there's a mode where you can turn all that stupid shark stuff off. If you yeah, want. Bruce can go straight to hell. Yeah, Bruce is a dick. <laughs> But it's a cool. That's a really cool game. We talked about it on Core and John. John played probably more of it than any of us, but it was such an interesting take on this. Yeah, whatever this genre I play, is. Yeah. I played it through twice with Brit, and I'll play through again. I know because they keep adding to it. Yeah, it's just so good. That's another, uh, Valheim yeah. is very similar. Yeah. Although I think the building in Valheim is just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, there's a subreddit. Uh, if you're interested, a Valheim builds subreddit where people share the things they make in that game, and it's insane. It's yeah. just completely insane what people are. I would play Valheim way more if I liked the survival parts of Valheim and the fighting. And the, I, I wish it was just me building stuff. And I know you can, like, yeah. there's command lines to go in God mode and just do whatever you want. But I wish the game was less about mm-hmm. fighting bosses and, and whatever. Right. Yeah. And that's something Satisfactory has. Uh, there's very little combat. Every once in a while, you have to, like, fend off a creature or whatever. Uh, but uh, there's not really a lot of combat in that game. Which yeah. Is- which I, I, I tend to lean more towards that. Same, same. Uh, and then, Brian, you mentioned Astroneer. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Brittany and I played through that game like three times. Yeah. It's, it's the coolest toy set ever, right? It like, really I can make is. little rovers with little trailers. And, yeah, and they look uh, like little toys. They look like, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> so great. Yeah, so far I've uh, unlocked the core of three planets. I'm working on oh, all God. seven. And <laughs> If you ever, seriously, at any point, if you're playing that game and you want a hand, give yeah. me a call. <laughs> Any time of day, and I will join you, and I will help you collect minerals. Nice, and I mean this. Yeah, uh, is awesome. I'd love to play uh, Astroneer with you. Very cool. <laughs> very, very cool. And, cool. and do you do you feel like as a guy who makes actual real stuff in real life, playing something like this fuels you in that regard, or you feel like it? You know, like what 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 effect does it have on you as someone who builds actually builds things? You know it what I mean? It's definitely a it is a positive influence on my creative loop, I would say. My creative process cuz I you go through t- period, well, at least for me when I as a maker, I go through periods of I need to be actively making stuff with my hands. Mm-hmm. And then I need to be taking photos of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a period where I'm like I need a break from that. That was a lot. And in that time, that's where I'm like I need to be inspired. I need to watch maker youtube channels i need to play maker video games 
because all of that just feeds my creative loop. And after that, I'm like, all right, I'm ready to make stuff with my hands again. Yeah. And it just I just go through that cycle constantly. And the creative video games are a huge part of it. Well, you got me to reinstall it. So nice job. Well done. Cool. Uh, well, all right then. So there you go, everybody. You want to get a little taste of that? There are plenty of these. Uh, Factorio is another really good example. It's this 2D. Yeah, I've heard about that It's one. basically a 2D version of this um, that kind of, in some ways, I think Satisfactory lifted a lot of those ideas and just said, well, let's make a big 3D version of this. The other good one is, um, oh, I can't remember now. Uh, developed in China. It's almost done. People love it. Uh, forgot the name. Someone in the chat will remember. It's real good, though. You're a little robot, and you run around building stuff. But um, oh, Sphe- something sphere. Oh, Dyson sphere. Dyson sphere. That game is yeah, really good. Yeah, people were telling me about that one too. I haven't checked it out. Yeah, yet. it's very, very good. Different perspective, obviously, than this. But bad, it's uh, bad news is cool. I still have a lot of Satisfactory to play. Yeah. I'm about fifty hours in, <laughs> and I predict another hundred hours at least. Oh, easy. Yeah, and this thing's <laughs> just like they've still got updates. They've still got stuff they want to do with it. You're. Yes. you're yeah, you're in good. And I guess they just added some controller support to it for those that prefer controllers. Uh, it's, I tried it. I don't love the controller support yet, but it's just getting refined. So, you know, your your mileage may vary, uh, but you can get it wherever you get your games. Uh, but you, you getting a little bonus content for us today or what? Yeah, uh, my buddy Bob over at I Like to Make Stuff is working on restoring a Carmen Ghia. Oh, and he had my, to- my mom used to have a Carmen Ghia. Those oh. are so cute. They really are. And he built a basically a rotisserie for the car body so they could lift the car body off of the frame and rotate it so they could work on the car body. And oh I think Oh my that's god, cool. look at that. That's I did so this awesome. growing up we my dad and me and my brothers restored a sixty eight Volvo P eighteen hundred sports car. It's the coolest little car. And we did this, but we didn't have a rotisserie. We just had to lift that thing off by hand because he had three teenage boys to help him (laughs) yeah this would have been so much nicer man my dad i mean died in 2000 but had he been around for the youtube age this sort of stuff this is all he would do is watch this stuff all day he loves this sort of thing i'm terrible at it and i look at this and go well that's a bunch of work i don't want to do but for people who are into this man what a cool thing that is Mm -hmm. well there you go go rotate go rotate your own car everybody and learn how on this channel (laughs) Uh, i like to make stuff which you can or no yeah stuff there it is hey bill uh have a great week oh punchprops.com everybody don't forget that and of course jim beard on twitter and go go support your favorite youtuber who makes things in that, that case it's bill hey bill have a great week and we'll see you next time see ya bye now see ya oh man Carmen Gee, I haven't heard that in about. I know, yeah. There's a name I haven't heard. <laughs> it feels like a long time, but maybe yeah. it hasn't been that long. I don't know. All right, hey, what do you? Hey, Brian, do you hey. do you know everything about the science world? Are you familiar with everything? Clearly, I don't, okay. especially when it comes to blowing on windows. Well, good news. <laughs> Science. uh, Here to fix all of that is one Bobby Frankenberger who joins us from South Carolina as he does every Tuesday and we talk a little science. Hi, Bobby. Welcome back. Hey, thanks for welcoming me. Yeah, you're always welcome. (laughs) Uh, Real quick, let's get that out of our system. The thing with the the glass and the breathing on it and putting your finger in it and whatever. Yeah. um, I think we determined 
through not uh, enough DNA to to get a DNA profile, but it does have. I mean, look, you know, as as uh, Bronco pointed out in our email. We're wearing masks right now because when we breathe, we're sending out little yeah. virus particles with our spit. So yeah, which I don't know uh, why I didn't think of that either on Sunday when we recorded. Right, yeah. right, you're, exactly. You're depositing hot air that came from inside your lungs. So yeah, yeah. So 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 I guess what I'm saying is, it, do you think it would be gross? You're not gonna lick a window. Nobody should lick a window. Nobody should lick a window. Now, if you're gonna do it, go ahead and then do a finger. It's your it's your spit. It's your finger. It's your lung juice. Who cares, right? Ugh, lung yeah. juice. Sure, sure. <laughs> God, it's it's condensed lung air, right? Because yeah. like it's it's whatever's already it's already. It was already. It was in your mouth once before it touched the window. Yeah, but it's like um, a hair. Everybody wants. Everybody likes their hair until one of them is in a in, in your pizza, right. and then you're like, I right. can't eat that pizza because there's a hair in it. Right. Even though, even well, though your hair, was, hair. I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> my my hair was never in my mouth to begin with, though. Well, right. that's true. Unless you're uh, unless you're my wife who chewed her hair when she was really young, and then she got an appendicitis from it. So there's that. And your oh, wow. hair really picks up tons of stuff from the environment i've learned this since having long hair now Mm -hmm. like like i'll cook something and then hours later that night i'll turn my head and my hair will flop in front of my face and i can smell like spaghetti (laughs) (laughs) or garlic or or like whatever i cooked that night it's like it's in the air and it's in in your hair and you just i just never had hair long enough to notice everybody who has long hair i'm sure experiences this but it was also just like, isn't that the whole point point of hair is to filter stuff it's to keep you warm right like the evolutionary need for hair i don't I think your hair is there to filter stuff you don't think so like <laughs> not like, the hair on your head but the hair in your nose and stuff like that well, is for your nose ears and sure. stuff like that yeah so the one in your grabs so all the hair so that's interesting on, right on the top of your head <laughs> so if you've got What's it filtering it for so brian has no filter is what we're saying he's got zero yeah, exactly yeah the people uh, behind me on the roller coaster is what my my hair would be filtering. Yeah, if you if you puked, yeah. um, would, some, some of it would get caught in your hair and would yes. right. Yeah, exactly. Bobby, look, oh, if you got real that. sick one time, I'd hold your hair back, Bobby. I'd do that for you. Oh, yeah. thanks. I would. That's that's going to be really useful in Vegas. Yeah, I think. I'm going to take you up on. That. I would hate it, but I would do it. I would totally yeah. do it. Uh, well, all right. Uh, forget about all that. That's science behind us. Let's look at science Please. in front of us. What uh, What are we doing? What What do you got today? What are we talking about? Surprisingly, we might be talking in a, in a way about science behind us because um, the CDC is has just on uh, February fourth mm. announced that they're now publicly logging uh, SARS CoV two virus levels in sewage around the U.S. Oh, so that's yeah. lovely. So what does that mean, and and what? How should I prepare my sewage? <laughs> well, you're preparing it um, every day if you have a regular bowel uh, for the uh, for the CDC to be able to check it out. Basically, what they're doing is they're just checking uh, in in certain sites around the country. They're checking the sewage for you know levels of a virus for COVID. It's a sure. sort of an early early detection system for determining the the trends of up and down movement of of whether surges are coming or or dissipating or you know going away and and apparently uh, there's been a lot of research that's been done that shows that you can identify things like 
like upcoming surges and new variants in wastewater much more quickly than you can from analyzing uh, testing samples mm. from from COVID tests that are done at like uh, at like those public testing sites. Oh, that makes it. sense to me. I mean, it, it sounds gross and everything, but the truth of it yep. is like you have a big sample size uh, from major populations that is there no matter what. So you didn't have to organize this. You didn't have to do special right. studies, get blood drawn. Like you didn't have to go through all that stuff to do it. So you have your sample and your quick turnaround. And if it's reliable data, I guess that's the only key here, right? It just has to be reliable data. Then that seems like a pretty great way to do yep. it. Or and that's they've been doing this for a little while, and that's what they had to figure out was they had to they had to do the studies, do the research, crunch the numbers, and find out if if it actually if if this if detecting uh, SARS-CoV-2 virus in sewage, if detecting it there was actually correlating with what was going on in the real world, right? Yeah. So what they did know is that forty to eighty percent of people with COVID shed viral DNA or viral RNA in their poop, and uh, and that it, the interesting thing is that that shedding of the RNA happens almost immediately after you get infected, definitely before symptoms show. Oh, So that's why this is so useful, is that it could potentially show up much more quickly than we, are, than we can reasonably detect it in people, you know, because we're, we're not testing people. Usually you don't get tested unless you're showing symptoms, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, so, that, the entire testing process is, that, even, even if yeah. the testing process is running at peak efficiency, it's still kind of inherently inf- inefficient. Because you're not going in until you feel sick. Some people right. don't go in at all because they're like, ah, it's just a cold. Some people just don't want to go. Like, you know, there's all these reasons why you might not be able to glean data from somebody who may have or have it. In this particular case, everybody's using the can. Everybody's flushing it down there every day. And whether you have it or not, and whether you know it or not, it doesn't matter. The data's there, right? So right. that's yeah. that seems good. I'm, I'm all for this poop tester deal. This is good. <laughs> You know, yeah, seems, they're, seems good. They're, they're, uh, they have about 400 wastewater sites around the country where they're testing people in this way and analyzing the data. It represents about 53 million people. There's places like um, Michigan, Ohio, Missouri, Utah actually has um, s- several. Nice. Uh, nice. Around the Salt Lake area. Yeah. Um, they've got a bunch of wastewater testing sites, North Carolina, Virginia. So. But they're uh, planning over the coming weeks to add 250 more now that this data has come out because the data shows that um, that testing, monitoring the sewage is correlated with case rates and hospitalization rates and t- test pos- positivity. So they can see when rates are going up in the sewage. It's, it's correlating very closely with when actual testing is showing that rates are going up. And it's just we, we notice ahead of time. Uh, when we look at the sewage. So this could be really cool. Also, apparently, there were several of these monitoring sites that that detected Omicron before actual cases of Omicron were detected oh. in those same states. Interesting. So that's that's the whole thing about monitoring these things in order to maybe get early warning on uh, different variants. They can We can start testing them ahead of time. If we can detect surges ahead of time, maybe we can get hospitals in certain areas prepared uh, before the surge happens 
so that they can have uh, bulk up their supplies sooner and um, and stuff like that. But sure. you you said it exactly. The reason that this is so helpful and makes sense is because of the fact that you know, like the book says, everybody poops, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and so so it's when you're just looking at test sites all by nature that is a self-selecting sample right Mm -hmm. only the people who think they need to be tested are going to be tested whereas this everyone is um in a way everyone is being tested yeah you don't have a choice unless you're i ain't letting the government poke through my poop i'm gonna go out in the woods (laughs) you know like i can see my poop has constitutional rights (laughs) getting violated that's right right i mean i suppose you could try to hide your poo from the government but or whoever this is doing this but i guess it is the cdc and they're working with agencies and stuff but um but yeah, like uh, it seems like a great. I mean, I just may. I, it's hard to find silver linings in COVID. Yeah. This is a good one. As, as weird as the place it's coming from, I think you don't get silver lining from the sewer. But hey, whatever, man. Like yeah, and they think they want to extend this to other. It could be extended to other um, infectious diseases and everything. Oh, yeah, the limitation. Yeah. The limitation is that it can't tell us exactly it can't tell us how many people in the population are infected you know you go onto like the cdc website and you can see how many people in your area have been infected and everything this can't really tell us that right. it just looks at trends it right. can tell us very well are we about to see a surge because it looks like um in the sewage there's a big spike of of covid or are or is it finally you know dying down is are we seeing this are we, what are we away. seeing right now? Like, what's the the consensus of the current poo test? <laughs> Do you know? Uh, so, yeah, it looks like, except for some really... So, in, in areas where... And there's a map of this. If you go to... If you go on Google and just type in CDC wastewater surveillance or something like that, or CDC sewage COVID, you'll, you'll find uh, that they have a tracker online. And in most places... It's starting to trend downward. The percentage change is going in a in a negative direction. But what I mean by that is in a good direction, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there are some areas that are certainly still seeing spikes and still going up, according to the data they have on these maps. But those, it looks like, just from me, just a quick look at the map I'm looking at right now, it looks like most of those areas are more rural areas mm-hmm. so or or less populated areas and that makes sense because the the large the large cities and in very populated areas got um started to see omicron and the surge hit them earlier so you would expect that they would be ahead of the curve in terms of uh case rates going down because it's it's moved through the population right mm. Do they do any so. testing in South Carolina? Like, would Dunaway's, uh, you know, he had COVID. Would his uh, poo make a make a scene over there? No, in South Carolina, there are t- there are two test sites that they're testing in South Carolina, and they're not near either me or Dunaway. So. Oh man, well, one of them's in Washington all the time, but you know, Lindsey Graham can't be everywhere at once. I understand. It's ah. fine. That poop that poo <laughs> filter is never at home. Uh, one right. day, one day, me and Dunaway's poop will be in this data set. Yeah, I will indeed. Uh, I look forward to that day. <laughs> to look like look forward to that day. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone just wait your turn. Uh, well, all right. This is very cool. I, I don't know why I find it so cathartic to hear this, but I do. Uh, 
it's it's I mean the more the the better information we have, the better we can handle things. So it's it's good. It's it's good for it to happen. I, it makes me wonder. So I didn't read anything about this, and I don't. This is just my speculation or me just wondering out loud. It makes me wonder if if looking at the sewage is able to find this stuff um, after it's gone all the way through the sewage system, and and, and you're looking at the wastewater plants. W- does that mean that we could uh, use COVID tests up the bum? To find to get a better an earlier All right. uh, positive oh, result. Probably. I mean oh, great. That's where they say Can't to, wait for that swab. They <laughs> they tell you to put your oh yeah, do that at the drive up. Hang your butt out the window. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um but but like, you know, some kind of home test or something. I mean, as weird as it all sounds, if there's an accuracy jump there, then why not? You know? <sighs> Yeah, you know, if we get ninety five percent with the nose swab versus a hundred with the uh, with the butt, I think I'll still go for the ninety five percent. Thanks. Yeah, are these test That's ones, right. are these spit ones, aren't as reliable, right? Isn't that the deal? There's some with Bobby. There's Burner. false. You can get. Um, I I keep trying to look this information up, but it's it's hard to find because nobody wants you to know how reliable their tests are, right? <laughs> um, but uh, I keep looking up like false positive or false negative rates. Um, and it's hard to know, but I, I believe that false, false, po- false positives are more common. I don't know. I don't want to say that too much because I'm not really confident saying that out loud. So, yeah, well, um, but they're pretty, you yourself don't want to give reliable. a false positive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, you don't want, right. <laughs> they're pretty reliable. If you, I think the, the, the issue is whether you as the user are doing it correctly. I think they're very reliable like in the 90 percent range reliable if you've gotten enough mucus in your sample and you've gotten it up far you know if you've done done it the right way but if you don't do it the right way that's that's where the real world reliability comes in you know like if you look at all the people who have actually done it how reliable is it and then i think that's when it starts to fall down to like 80 percent or so because a lot of people are doing it and they're not realizing you need to you got to get plenty of mucus on there yeah you got to get up there yeah. And sometimes that means getting it up there, and, and you got to go to town, baby. Uh, just yeah. imagine if it was in your butt. So here's here's a here's a question. We had a thing recently, not that long ago, where our local government health department, whatever, was saying, "Hey, everybody, quit uh, maybe quit flushing your prescription, your expired prescription pills down the toilet oh, yeah, because do we're detecting higher than normal rates of whatever it may have been. I don't know what it was, mm-hmm. fluoxetine or something in the in the watershed and. I assume similar process, right? They're testing sewage and then going up. There's an uptick. We got to curb that deal or whatever. So, yeah. So don't flush your pills, by the way. Don't do that. It's bad. They're just specifically looking for the virus this time. So, and everything ends up in there. Yes. Don't, don't flush your pills. You can take them to your pharmacist or to the pharmacy. They, they're, they're set up to. Yeah. They have a junkie in the back. They'll just eat it. You know, he just crushes it up and snorts it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's great. Our guy, we have. A, he, I know his name. His name's Jacob. He sits in the back. He's no shirt. He's just sitting back there, and he'll eat. He'll eat whatever you got. You got some old benzos. He'll just eat them. It's fine. <laughs> it's not a problem. Good. To, hope Jake's listening. How you doing, Jake? Anyway, Hi, Jake. <laughs> uh, well, this is great. Uh, as always, Bobby, uh, nothing but uh, smart stuff to talk about on Tuesdays. Always fun. What's going on on your show so people can hear more? 
Uh, well, um, our show all around science, where we every week we talk about science news and just fun science stuff that we we find interesting. We research it all and 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 talk about it. Um, this yesterday's episode of All Around Science, we did uh, we we talked about how the solar system was formed. It's been around for a while, so you might take it for granted, but it wasn't yeah. always there. Ooh. Yeah, I remember uh, when it wasn't. Yeah. yeah, it's like oh yeah. wow, now we have a new solar system to get used to. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. mid eighties. We were teenagers and busy. It was just hard to <laughs> yeah hard so, to pay attention. So we talked exactly. about how that happened and um and uh, also. Just some other stuff. Some uh, birds. We talked about birds and birds. How they shuffle their songs like a Spotify playlist. Oh, not like you're not one of those uh, shows that's going to try to tell me that birds aren't real and they're all surveillance drones or whatever, right? You're not going to do that. Birds oh, are God. hoax. <laughs> like by the uh, the gay frogs. <laughs> That's right. Liberal elite. <laughs> That's frustrating because that was like a fake thing that was spread around and then people started really believing it. And I don't know. Yeah, I know. See, this is the problem. We live in an era where nobody knows yeah. if anything's true or not when people say it. You can't, irony is dead and all that. So if you make something up that's just meant for making up, there will be a portion yeah. of people who walk away thinking who they still believe it. Yeah, who yeah. still believe it. It's like my, you know, again, Andrew Smith's uh, <sighs> UFO here in Salt Lake. It's totally fake. He admitted it on the news, showed everyone what he built, and they still believe it's an F- uh, UFO. So you're screwed they either way. They just want you to believe that he's that's he just said it's fake because that's what they want you to believe. That's right. That's what they want. <laughs> but don't give them what they want, you guys. All right. Uh Bobby's show, of course, all around science. You can find it uh wherever you get your podcasts, and I recommend you do. Bobby, have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye now. He said th- he said thank Boy. you in a way that sounded like he was in a drive up and I just gave him his food, doesn't it? <laughs> like, does, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank. Pull forward. Second window. Yeah. Hit the- <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that's it for the show today. That concludes our broadcast morning. And uh, we hope you enjoyed yourselves. If you did, yeah. consider supporting us yeah. at patreon.com slash TMS and uh, support the show because it's how you get it. If you're listening to it, that's how you're getting it, the support. So head on over there now, patreon.com slash TMS for everything else, frogpants.com slash TMS. Time for us to leave, but we can't do it without a song from Brian. So Brian, please deliver that song. Well, okay. Here I'm going to I'm going to disappoint yet another listener. Ah, uh, prepare yourself. Oh. Uh, Katie Jensen wrote in said my amazing husband's 40th birthday is on February 6th. It was a couple days ago, and he listens to your show all the time. This is the song that we dance to in our kitchen, and I know he'd crack up hearing it. Side note, I have no idea if the request date is the day I'm submitting the form in for or when I'm requesting it to be played. Sorry. So I said that last part to clarify. When you go to the TMS request form and it says request date, that's the date you'd like the request to be played. And make sure you put in the current year. I've had people who put in their birthday year, like say, oh, hey, play this uh, song by Kit Boga and do it on my birthday. And then they put the day that they were actually born, the year and everything. And when I sort this document, those appear way out of my view. So I never see them and you're never going to get your stuff played. <laughs> uh, just a little bit of a uh, little bit of, of background information for you. Now, Katie wanted to hear uh, this song called Skibbity by a band called Little Big. Little Big is a really weird Russian dance band. They are really weird. Okay. okay. I'm just going to say that. All right. Weird. They're weird. Okay. But Skibbity, sadly, is not a cover song, and I really want to play a cover song at the end here. Uh, however, last year, Little Big, this weird Russian dance band, released an album called Covers. Guess what that was all made up of? Covers, you oh. guessed correctly. Um, in addition to covering uh, 
the Backstreet Boys' Backstreet's Back and Barbie Girl by Aqua. They also did this amazing cover of the Ramones' Blitzkrieg Bop. Here is Russian dance band Little Big and their really weird cover of Blitzkrieg Bop. Oh, I like I like weird, so I'm glad you brought weird yeah. to the show. Nice. Some weird. You All want right. some weird? You, you asked for weird, you got weird. Excellent. Uh, tomorrow, uh, uh, all the normal stuff. Okay, you guys? So come yeah, back. Less weird. Yeah, less, less weird, weird tomorrow. Okay, yeah. we promise. Uh, that'll do it for us. We'll see you then. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.